Yo. Hello. You're back. So are you. We're both back. Back again. Back again. Yes. Yes, we are back. So that is that. We're back. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really Rusty. know what to say. <laughs> Rusty. Rusty. It's been a little while, hasn't it? Life keeps getting in the way. Yes. You're calming down, though. Now that the summer's over, there's less light in the evenings. You want to do stuff in the evenings, like indoor stuff in the evenings more. So. Yes. Sorry, I was just... I remembered that I, my sister sent me a story idea. And I, oh, you I, just needed to get I it up. I don't need to get it up. You're just getting it up for me. <laughs> That's what she said. Right. <laughs> Cheap jokes still, still <laughs> exist on this podcast. Right. Um, he's Angus. He's George. This is Star for 10. This is Star for 10. And what have you been up to um, in this large, long period of time? Uh, not a massive amount. House stuff. House stuff. Yeah, lots of DIY. We're so very nearly there now. Good. It's I'm exciting. Glad to hear that. It is exciting. Very good. Yeah. Um, it's draining. Good. But it, it's good. You, you've been doing. I'm one a few year things. older. Yes. I'm more wise. I can you, as you can probably tell from my voice, I sound more wise. It sounds deeper. Do you think? Mm, yeah, we're well older, aren't you? Oh. Deep. Yes. Um, Deep and meaningful. And then, yeah. I've been to Dublin. Which is cool. Been to Senan on a way for a little while. Which is somewhere everyone should go once in their life. Yeah, down to the end of um, end of the world, end of the UK. Yep. And oh, it's incredible down there. Amazing. I can vouch. Went to the Minnick Theatre. That's the a Minnick, cool yeah. place, that is, isn't it? Yeah, I've actually never been, which is Amazing. probably an oversight. You should go. It was. It used to be on the be one of the BBC One intro things. Oh yeah. If you remember. Maybe it did. The stone I, think I think the beach was called Porthcurno. Porthcurno, yeah. Maybe and um, Porthcurno Beach. Well, yeah. Yes, it, I still haven't been there. Porthcurno Beach. The sea is very clear. And the sand is very white, and it looks like something off the the Thompson brochure. Like it's incredible. Down and it's there. in the UK. Yeah, it's one of those things, isn't it? It's like we do have a habit of overlooking how incredible this country is. Big time. Given Massively. the right conditions. Yeah, and the sad thing is that you can't guarantee the conditions. So then I, I guess we have to look further afield. But uh, amazing, and the Minnick Theatre is itself quite a feat that it's even there. Oh, it's incredible. Yeah. And the fact it stays there. Yep. Like, it was actually an old lady who just dug it there. I don't know the history. Turns out, yeah. I can hear hum. Yeah, I can hear a bit of a hum. Uh, I think it might be on this one. Humding. Oh, it's okay. It's not the end of the world. It's gone. So, <coughs> carry on. An old lady dug it there, did she? Yeah, kind of. She was just, like, hosting, not pantomimes, but one up from that, like, productions... And then yeah. she, on a farm, and then they suddenly decided that they wanted a better location, so she decided to dig it into the edge of a cliff. All oh, right. See, I'd have, I thought it was much older. No, it's um, it's pretty incre- pretty incredible though. The lady is called Minak. No, she's not called Trelawney um, Minak. <laughs> she is called. Rowena Cade. Oh, okay. Really. And it was after the First World War. She built a, um, she bought a house for herself and the mother and her mother for a hundred quid down there. And um, a local group of players were holding Shakespeare Midsummer Night's Dream. 
So she offered the gardener of her house a suitable location. And then her and her gardener started to started to shape the hillside into more seating and it became more and more um Yeah, I see how it purpose built and yep. it's just developed into what it is now, which is literally incredible. It looks like something from CGI. It doesn't You're look sat real. right on the edge of the cliff, aren't you? It basically? does look a bit like yeah, it's very much like um Game of Thronesy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, where, where's the, where's all that's filmed? Croatia. Croatia. Yeah, like Dubrovnik cliffs yeah. falling into the sea, blue skirt, yeah. blue sea. Amazing, very cool. Yeah, so that's that. Quite enjoyed that. Yeah, I don't think I have anything else to report. No, I don't. I don't either. It's back to normal for me. Just don't really do anything. Good. That's what we like to hear. Yeah. yeah. Right, we um, you can talk about your beer. Oh yeah, I've got beer. I'm drinking Ribena tonight. I've overdone it. I've e- I've eaten too much gammon. You know, like I've, I've eaten a gammon chop at dinner time mm-hmm. with some potatoes. I'll talk about, talk to you about my dinner. Yeah, then talk instead. talk. To, well, you need the music. Um, to introduce introduce this segment. Yeah, I had too much gammon steak. What are you drinking? Theakston's old peculiar. <laughs> <laughs> A yeah. bingo caller who's <coughs> lost his will for life. <laughs> yeah, I had too much gammon steak. I had... Um, what did you have it with? Little new potatoes that I chopped into slices. Yes. And then covered in rosemary, salt and pepper and oil. Yes. yes. And then fried them, like Ooh, kind of did them in the oven. Nice. nice. And had it with uh, like, pineapple. Um, what do they, they call that something? Oh, what's it called when you do potatoes like that? <coughs> Can't think. Tasty potatoes. Nice, yeah. Uh, well, very nice. Potatoes. But I've just overeaten. That's my excuse. That's why I'm not having I've beer. I've got Thiegston's Old Peculiar, which is a very But if nice I was, beer. yeah, but if I was to be drinking, I'd be drinking yes. Guinness uh, right now. Yeah, yeah, you're on Guinness now. I'm a Guinness man. You're converted. One, uh, as as Moldy said at a party the other day, one night on the Guinness. Yeah, it does. One night on the Leprechaun's Poison it and does you're it. in. It does it. I was the same. Yeah, and I'm I'm a big fan of it now. Although it's terrible in this country. So no, you see... I'm not going to buy on draft. that. It's all right on draft. Yeah, oh, it tastes totally different on draft. Cans then. are horrendous. No. Don't even do it. No, don't drink oh, it. Don't. Buy bottles. Don't, oh, don't, don't give no, me that. Don't. Can, can Guinness is terrible. Don't kid yourself. It's awful. Just buy it out of a bottle or don't bother drinking it, which is okay. what basically what I do, which oh, is don't right. drink it. All right. Draft's nice. Proper draft is nice. Not extra what are you doing? You get a pump put in at home? Rubbish. Draft or bottles. Actually, anyway. weirdly, speaking about getting a pump put in at home, I found this thing yesterday online. Do we want to know? <laughs> yes. Which I guess you would describe as the ultimate um, thing for a lad pad, really. And it was called the Blade. And it looks like a cof- posh coffee machine. And it's essentially a countertop Amazing. draft beer machine. And you put a keg inside and it. And you buy a bit, like a, wa- a bit like a water dispenser for an office. Yeah, but you buy like. eight litres of Heineken to go in it. Or eight litres of Bira Moretti. Nice. It's quite steep. This so it's an in-house draft draft system. The starter bundle for the Bira Moretti is, uh, which consists of the machine to vend it from, sixteen liters of the beer and twenty-four glasses. Which I don't know where you keep twenty-four Bira Moretti. Quite That's a few. too many glasses, um, and it sets you back five hundred pounds. Hmm. It's quite an expensive way of having beer it's at home. Not too bad though. I was thinking it was going to be thousands. Yeah, but if you're going to spend thousands, surely you could just get an actual pub, home. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. You could you could just have gas. Yeah, you put could in. you could just have it have a proper pump put in. Yeah. However they work. Yeah. Or get on lager, I suppose. With it's lagers, you'd need gases and stuff, no. wouldn't you? 
The beer is just hand pulled. Yeah. I presume. It is hand pulled. Um Yeah, so that's But yeah, so I'm on Thieks and Sobaculi, which is lovely. Up it's country. very dark. It is. It's dark and fruity, cherries. Um and crisps, obviously. And the standard crisps? Yes, sort of vinegar. Yes, right. And um I actually sent you a right, should we guess we get started? Yes. I sent you a story. Yes. That I thought we were gonna use and now It's I've gonna be a blast. And I've got an alternative story that oh. my sister sent me, so you can take your pick. Oh my god. Take your pick. What do you want? Oh, do do, do you do, want do A B? No, I don't want to know what the second one is. Do A B, right? The second let, one let is them. No, I don't want to know what it is. I don't want to know. Keep it to yourself. Okay. So so A and B them in your head. Yeah. B. Right. That's that. Then we're doing the topless woman who's been killed um leaning out of a car window. <laughs> <laughs> in the Dominican Republic. Oh my god. Sadly, this is an audio format, the podcast. So, oh, there's a video here, which viewers may find disturbing. Let's go through the audio. She's out the window, driving along. She's out to her waist. It's pixelated. Yeah, but she's about to hit her. It goes black. Nothing. You don't see anything. (coughs) Yeah, but I think we all know. So she died. Oh, she did. Wow. What happened? Did she hit a car or something? Coming the other way or a train uh, or something? Yeah. Um, let's just read the story. Oh, dear. <coughs> Let me just compose myself. This is when teachers and parents told you not to hang your head out the window. There was a reason. A Russian woman has died in the Dominican Republic after a car accident, which involved her hanging her head out of the window on the passenger side while the driver recorded her on a mobile phone. Natalia Borandina, 35, Moscow, had taken her bikini off and was playing up to the camera, hauling her top half out of the car window while a friend was driving. She is out to her waist. To the waist, like, all the way out. Properly out. The shocking video sees the mother of one letting her upper body hang out. (laughs) You think that's it? Oh, my God. Hanging out of the moving car before she hits a lamppost. A lamppost? A lamppost. I'm going to estimate that she's driving... Oh no, that's a different video. I reckon they're going quite quick. She must have been leathered, surely. She has an eight-year-old son. I've just got the story up. Oh man. 35, on holiday in the Dominican Republic with her 32-year-old friend, female friend. She was rushed to hospital, but died. Friends said that her family are aware of her appalling death. Good, because the Daily Mail have published it now. Um, A Russian newspaper reported... The woman was having fun demonstrating her naked breasts while her companion drove the car. <laughs> Do you that's a lost in translation situation? I believe that might be lost in translation. <laughs> they are quite a poetic, uh, a poetic languaged country, though, aren't they? Fairly. She was having fun demonstrating her naked breasts. It's quite weird on the Daily Mail how they've just got like a big black bar across her chest. It's odd. It's a very odd story. That's really sad, but. Why? Why would you do that? She playfully sticks her finger in her mouth and laughs at the camera, but within seconds the video shows impact. I'm sure I could probably find the video on live, yeah, but I don't not. think I need to see it. So then, any experiences of hanging your head out of car windows? I haven't ever hung my head out of a car window. I have 
There was a actually there was a while ago. There was a there was a geezer who stuck his head out the Gatwick Express, wasn't there? Um, Oh my god! There was a British tourist who was killed in a mystery incident. Jack Camilleri. Um. Yeah, there was a um. Oh. Railway fanatic has died on the Gatwick Express. Yeah, and he he did the same thing. He was really into his railways. When he hung his head out the r- and the he window was, of the train. Yeah, he was hanging out the window. Well, why would you do that? God, not very intelligent railway enthusiast. Just to look out the window, and obviously, I imagine. I mean, the Gatwick Express is fast. You'd get cleaned up. Nice. It's one of those things, if you have an accident with a train, train accidents are sort of a bit like plane crashes. It never ends well. No, it's not going to end well. They're travelling so fast. (laughs) You don't ever hear of anybody who's had a little shunt, do you? Oh, that's awful. I really feel for her child. I feel for her child more because she gets to watch the video of her naked mother. And one day in the future, <laughs> one day we'll in learn. the future, she'll understand that her she'll mother was how her topless, died. hanging out of a window, and she got hit on the head by a lamppost. Sorry, I shouldn't laugh, but I will continue to laugh. Well, no, you're it's laughing because it's a stupid situation to be in. Well, there is a lesson to be learned, isn't there? Don't ever hang your head out of a window of a moving car. <laughs> No, your head is fine. Let's just, let's retract that. It's fine to hang your head out of a moving car. It is not fine to hang out to your waist <laughs> out of a moving car. It's not even, <laughs> that is terrible advice. She's immediately... The advice here is not to hang any part of your body out of a car. No, I'll take that back. How are you supposed to adjust your wing mirror? Well, that's true. In a moving vehicle, in a fast moving vehicle. <laughs> in a fast moving vehicle, it is okay to stick your head or hand out of a window. <laughs> No, it isn't. Start of a 10, do not recommend <laughs> to stick your entire torso out of the vehicle. Oh, my God. Official advice. So, do you have any stories to tell of sticking limbs out of a window, then? No, uh, the best I've got with that is, um, obviously, the dude on the train. I was nearly killed by a train once. Ow. <laughs> I was walk out in front of it? No, I was at a, I was at a level crossing. Oh, no. <laughs> not a level crossing it was, story. It was... Um, no, it was like not. A, it's not really even a level crossing. It's one of those like footpath crossings. Oh yeah. And I was uh, carrying my bike. Is this down near Starcross? Yeah. Or near Powdrum. Mm. And or I carried Rachel. my bike over, and I lifted mine and my family's bikes over to one side of the fence to then pass to walk them over. And I walked the bikes over, and I so I had three. So there was like a, a fence, three bikes, mm. me. Then the train tracks, and the like. London Express comes through there, which it I've actually been. On its way. I've actually been on that train. It's one of those ones with the things on the seats, like a screen. It's a fast GPS, train. It's going like ninety mile an hour there. It's, it's fast. fast it's well fast. And um, yeah, mum and dad are on the other side of the the railway tracks. And you got caught. Um, so they they suddenly lose sight of me because there's a ninety mile an hour train going past. And my coat was flapping. I'm convinced to this day, I think my coat touched the train. I'm not sure. I've tried to repress the memory and push it to the back of my head as it was quite traumatic. 
You're facing away from the train. Facing away from the train. Just holding onto the bikes for grim death. It's pretty bad, actually. It'll never happen. They now. have since changed that. They crossing. have since changed. Yeah, there's a bridge. Changed that crossing. Yeah. It's wonderful. There's a bridge there. Nobody will ever have to go through the same. No, they won't. Same problem as I did. Yeah, I'm uh, horrible. Weirdly. Why they have crossings over rails, railways? I. It's beyond me. You gotta get the people over, don't you? Yeah, well, build a bridge. Too much money. Well, it's still crazy. Well, Trains toot, though, when they're on the way to a crossing. If you ever hear a train randomly tooting... It means there's a crossing. It's a crossing there. Because in Exminster, mm. throughout the day, you hear... Just... Oh. What the fuck was going on mm. there? But yeah, there's a, a crossing. No one ever uses it. But there's one there. So they, they have, have to, to toot every mm. single time. Do you reckon there's like a little signpost that says, like, toot your horns? It could just be automatic. It just says, honk if you're horny. No, <laughs> every train driver. Could just be I really liked. I really liked the vision that instead of it being like a button, it's like a it's proper a old school, like a chain that you pull. That would be amazing. That'd be. That'd I hope be so. so good. I mean, it probably isn't though, is it? It's probably a really boring like. Yeah, it's just gonna be a switch. A little push it? button. A little button. <coughs> I quite like watching trains, not spotting trains. Watching trains. <coughs> It's not that funny. <laughs> Sometime later. I quite enjoy watching trains. You're a train spotter? No. You are? No, I have no idea about... I don't understand trains, you so do. I can't be a train spotter. Okay, fine. I like... You stand on bridges and I you like catch the stuff in the jars. I like standing on bridges and having the trains coming full pelt at you and underneath you. It's cool. It's invigorating. Really? <laughs> Staring right at the train and it flies past. I think you terrify the driver, though. That's the only thing I feel sorry for the driver because you're stood there at the top of the bridge as he's coming. He's probably thinking, don't you fucking dare. Don't you dare. <laughs> yeah. Don't you ruin my day. You're not supposed to do that. Well, you can stand on a bridge as a train goes by. Dropping pennies. No, I'm not dropping <laughs> <laughs> Derailing trains. <laughs> If you hear of any local derailments, you know why. <laughs> there was a. Didn't there used to be a tiny little railway at. Uh, is it Bicton? What? Bicton College? Bicton, uh, Bicton Park, or whatever it's called. And somebody derailed the train by putting <laughs> a stone on the track. <laughs> derailed what, like one. Like a Trago train. Yeah. <laughs> derailed one of those, like, small gauge railways. Miniature, mini- <laughs> miniature railways. <laughs> and there, used, there was a sign that used to say, like,. Do not loiter or leave items on the track. You will derail the train. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. I could think of nothing funnier than lining up Watching a, it. a stack of coins <laughs> and derailing a tiny train. Oh, that's hilarious. With a little man in a stupid hat on it. Who's <laughs> sat on it like he's yeah. on a child's like oh. tricycle. Well, I went to that weird Christmas attraction last year. I was filming oh, yeah. that weird Christmas attraction. There was a tiny little train there. Do they have there a was, train there, do they? Yeah, and there was a man, and he was like, had to pretend he was excited about it. And I was just like, oh, I don't know how he does it. Mm. I literally don't know how you could do it as a person. Because they love it. They obviously don't <laughs> love it. Because it pays beer money. Yeah, you'd want it to pay more than beer money. Whiskey money. <laughs> yeah. I've just turned a fan on. I hope it doesn't like wreck the entire recording. It'll be fine. 
Because I'm too hot now. I He's spent eight minutes coughing. He's our biggest fan. He is our biggest fan. Yeah. Actually, weirdly, I had a few people asking me, when are we going to come back? Oh, well. And I right said, now. and and they, they didn't say, oh, come back, I want to hear. They were like, even if it wasn't you, I missed that podcast. No. Which is very kind. They are kind words. Thanks for being kind to us. Thank you. We, uh, yeah, it's people do still listen to it, the old episodes. I don't know who, but. Yeah. Weird. If you've been listening to old episodes and that's all you'd ever hear, heard, here is a new episode. I hope you are enjoying it. Yeah. It's good. I mean, I feel, we feel, yeah. I feel clunky, but yeah. Yeah, it's, it's fine. What were we talking about? I don't know. What was the other news story? Oh, this is. Because people um, will want to know. It'll, it'll. Oh, that's going to bug people. They won't know. This is also. I think. It's I also think t- I'm just going to say before we start, this podcast is about to blow up. Oh, do you think so? This is news that um, a bomb squad have been asked to go and detonate an unexploded World War Two bomb at a Dartmoor farm. But it's not just any Dartmoor farm. It's Ullicombe Farm Ullicum Shop, farm. which is a farm shop, which is where you go. With for a hungover breakfast on a Sunday, yeah, or it's like a little tea room, coffee and cake. This isn't just some bloke's farm that they found a no, bomb. It's a the story gets place better. You visit. Um, the bomb was found at Ullicombe, and the manager of the farm said it had once been used as a doorstop. So said bomb had actually been used. The the grandparents are the owners of the the site originally, yeah, and they'd used this bomb as a doorstop for as long as they could remember. What I want to know is how they came upon this. It's a bomb. proper shell. Like, it, you, there's a picture of it here, and it looks like and the a navy bomb. blew it up, didn't they? Like how you'd imagine a bomb to look. It looks like a yeah, like something that come out of an come airplane. Come out of the sky, yeah. I can't, it can't be um, World War Two. It says it's World War Two. No, I mean it couldn't have been dropped in World War Two, surely. Don't call me Shirley. I don't think there'd have been there wouldn't have been any raids around then. Do you reckon it's just come off the moor as like a training thing or something? They've just picked it up while on the moor. Well, I mean, if somebody's using it as a doorstop, they could have collected it from anywhere. I bet that's what it was. Because bombs, cause bombs do show up, wash up around here. Beaches quite often. Beaches quite often. There was a Yeah, lots of... Well, it's the channel, isn't it? There was a... Um, I presu- I mean, I assume. I there was know. a good one the other day where there was underneath one of those ice cream stalls in Exmouth. There oh, was really? a really high tide that washed away loads of dunes, and as the tide came out, then they realised it had uncovered a bomb that had been under a chip shop <laughs> for like as many years as anyone could. Obviously, since it landed there, <laughs> so it's probably they probably That's found it. Paul, probably more likely to have been dropped by a plane. Yeah, and it's just, just landed in the sand. And, mm. I don't either I, a miss shot or them just dropping their load on the way back. I don't really know much about like bombing runs of Exeter. Well, Exeter was quite heavily bombed during the war. Fairly, not as much as Plymouth. Mm, Plymouth was like flattened. Um, but obviously Plymouth was a port, key naval base. Newton Abbott was fairly heavily bombed. That's a shame. Should have carried on, finished the job. Because <laughs> of the railway. Because they used to fix, fix trains there, I think. And there was like a stop before carrying on down to Plymouth. Fun fact about Newton Abbott Railway. Um, the section between... Newton Abbott Railway Station and like Torquay yeah. is one of the steepest sections of track in the whole UK. Oh, really? Mm. That is why Newton Abbott Station has so many platforms. Yeah. Because they used to pull in extra trains to steam them up to get them fired up, ready oh, to do right, the big hill. Really? 
Because I've known that it's a key um, a key station. Because it, it went past... Of the, the station went past Dad's quarry, one of the old quarries he used to manage. And he used to get losers going in on Saturday mornings to... Had to watch the trains. Go and up watch the, the trains. But they'd want to stand on that hill because that was when the trains oh, were right. like as hard as they'll ever be. For some, it's, it's like if you wanted to watch a car go past, you'd watch it when it was going its fastest. That's what they do. You'd watch a train working as hard as you could. Whatever floats your boat. <laughs> you're going to stand on there with your anorak. Whatever steams your train. Yeah. Well, you, you like trains. You already said you're into trains. I'm not into trains. You are. You're no, definitely going to be a train spotter. I don't like trains. They're really boring. I, I don't mind travelling on a train. No, they're they're quite yeah they're quite good to travel on. They're quite smooth. Yeah, and you can walk about. Yeah, but no, I don't. I I was when I was flying to Dublin the other day. I clocked this. I'm amazed by how little you'd think in a plane. Mm. It would be dead smooth. Or massive movements. But it's not. It kind of rumbles and shakes along, yeah, it does, doesn't yeah. it? Which you'd find really hard to believe over something that size. But you, you saw the air resistance, surely. No, 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 it's not. It's like difference in pressure. Oh, yeah. And it's, ben- okay. and it's also like... I think it's something to do with... Um, it's all to do with like the, the... It's what my granddad used to do, I think. Um, stress on the wings. Obviously, the wings yeah, bend. Yeah, sure. To yeah. allow for this stuff to so it smoothens the ride yeah, a bit, I guess. Yeah. But I just know I find it really interesting. That essentially, the plane never really stops moving. You kind of like bounce along the whole time. They are worrying, aren't they? Planes, how they? It is quite disconcerting. And obviously, when we went to Dublin, we only went went on with propellers. Yeah. And they are quite alarming. I've good. never been on a plane with propellers. It's the same as a jet one, really. Yeah, I can like. It's just as fast. It's the, the acceleration's still pretty violent. Yeah. I would thought it would be a slower ramp of up to get up to speed, but no, it fully kicks. When they turn them on, when they turn those bad boys on, it goes. But isn't all that's in a turbine? I just propellers, aren't they? Within a turbine? But multiple? Uh, no, you got, you're compressing and all sorts of stuff. I don't know anything about the science behind it. About how a jet engine works. No. Probably not one to dabble in then. To try and blow. If you're trying Explain to it. if you're Come trying on, to tell Angus. me that essentially a jet engine is just a propeller in a toilet roll tube, you are wrong. <laughs> <laughs> if that's what if that's what you were heading to, that was not where I was heading. You to. are wrong. Um, what I did learn about planes, though, recently, which you might not know, unless I've already told you and already discussed on this pod, which I might have already done. You know that you have little engines in the back of planes. You yeah. often see... A turbine. A power generator. Yeah. For all the plane, yeah. Yeah. It produces electricity <coughs> for the plane. Yeah. A, a jet engine relies on... Um, if you just Google jet engine for dummies. No, I remember. I, I remember how it works. You remember by looking the, on the screen, yeah. I know how it works. Everyone remembers by it, reading, yeah. But no, what it works with is a fan that pushes into... Um, it, it compresses so yeah, a turbine, it into yeah. a tube. Yeah, a turbine in a toilet roll tube, yeah. Multiple fans yeah, that's what into I said, a yeah. low-pressure shaft. Into a small a combustion t- toilet, chamber. Roll, t- toilet roll tube. So yeah. there's a combustion chamber halfway through that then comes out a higher pressure out the back than in the front, obviously. Wow. So it's like a turbine in a toilet roll tube that forces air into a kitchen roll tube. No, into a smaller tube. Yeah, so a kitchen into roll Into a smarty tube. tube. 
Oh, oh so even smaller so than a kitchen roll. So it starts off at a toilet roll. Then it goes through goes a kitchen roll. Goes down into a smarty roll. And then a smarties. And then in the smarties, there's an explosion. There's combustion in there. To then, as it gets out, to come bigger again. What's combusting in the in the smarties tube? Gas? Or just air? Jet fuel. Oh, okay. That's the engine. Oh, right. Jet fuel? <laughs> oh, I see. So it's, so it's a combustion engine, but they're forcing air through it for to aid combustion or well yeah because that's how it how it works i think i'll have to look it up or maybe i'm massively wrong here <laughs> fan compressor combustor turbine mixer nozzle is the order it goes in there are going to be people here who know listening to this who know who's going to understand who's going to know how the jet engine works i remember like because you know once i had an apprenticeship for two days you did a jet that's, engine that's a jet engine manufacturer which is why I do is know that a why you're an expert? about it. I'm not an expert, am I? I have to bloody <laughs> Google it. What was the order of things again? At no point did I confess <laughs> to being an expert <laughs> on the jet, jet engine. engines. The, the order was fan, compressor, combustor, turbine, mixer, nozzle. Well remembered. And the... Yeah. <laughs> I don't know much more about it, but I know that you don't want to stand near the front of one. Or the back of one. You know that place where the woman holds, where they hold onto the fence and get blown back where the landing, where the runway comes in. No, it's like the world's most dangerous airport, and it comes. The airport comes over, comes in, and it's literally mm. ju- on the end of the runway is a road that goes along it, and there's a fence, and members of public stand there as the planes come in, mm. and they obviously get the blown back. Oh, that sounds and they great. Have to hold onto Just the like fence. doing a thing on a track with the trains on the bridge. Yeah, except this is the other day. Like much more. Powerful. It's really famous that place. Surely you've heard of it. It's in it's like St. Lucia or something. Yeah, yeah. And they stand it's there. It's in the Caribbean, isn't it? Yeah. So you wait for a plane to go down to the end of the runway. And as it turns on its jets to start going down... Is it right where the, where the beach is yeah. there? So is it, it St. Lucia? Yeah. So as the, as the plane's at the end of the runway, ready to make its takeoff away from you, you stand behind it, it turns on the fans, and then you get blown away across the road. Well, the other day, it was some woman got blown across the road, hit her head on the curb, and dies. Oh, God, what is it with all these deaths? It's a death special. I'm I don't know. I don't know how I'd find which. I'm gonna. I'm googling it. Terrifying. You can't Google. That's a bad search term. Terrifying. Oh, I can't. I can spell. find it quicker. I oh, know you can. You've got the bloody laptop. Airport where planes fly over beach. Terrifying airport landing. Caribbean airport. Princess Juliana. Where is it though? What island? Oh yeah, I see. It's come up here. Saint Martin. Ah, okay. Oh yeah, I see. It's pretty wild. What? Where the airport, the runway is like? Well, they sp- the, the airport's been destroyed now. The... Oh, is it really? Yeah, Hurricane Irma. That one the other oh, day. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, I guess it's probably coming back to something now, but it was pretty bad here by the video. Hmm. Yeah, um, no, so those people getting blown away by the... By I know the, that there the was plane. a runway, there's a airport, again, I might have said this before, there's an airport on a island, on a Scottish island, in the west. Mm-hmm. And you can fly there, I think, from Exeter, but the times change depending on the tide. Do you literally Because land you like land on the beach. That's so cool. Yeah, because there's no sure runway. You can go there from Exeter. I'm pretty sure. Because why else would I have found out about it without looking up, like flights? 
Extraterrestrial only. So I, they fly there like once a week. I forgot to tell you something I did get quite changes. addicted to during our time between the last time we've recorded. Goodness. Planes Live, the app. I've become Planes Live fully addicted to the. Was that like Flight Radar? Yeah, yeah, that is good. Planes Live, and I've also become, which I think is you more. Seen one drop off yet? No, I haven't seen any drop off. Oh. But I've also become addicted to another one as well that is called um, Find Ship, which, wow. as you can imagine, you can stand at the coast and go on the Find Ship app, and I can tell you the names of all the boats well, in that's the bay. The same as like Flight Radar, exactly, in the sky. but for ships. Wow, you're a cool guy. And I can tell you which which way they're heading and how fast they're going, how much they're carrying. That's quite interesting. It was, to be fair, it was quite useful down in somewhere like Senan Cove. Like lots of the end lots of, there's of loads ships. of ships down there. Whereas it's not so not so exciting off Tidmouth. Tidmouth, you do get the odd one though. I had a look today and there wasn't anything. Mm. There was a while a while back, a few years ago, which I don't think it was. Well, obviously it wasn't Brexit, but it was the recession when there was just like twenty boats parked up there waiting for work. Yeah, that rings a bell. Mm. All the like container ships basically had nothing to do, so they just parked them up in the bay. Timoth is, I think, fairly used, isn't it? No, I've no idea what for. It's a port. Yeah. China ball claim. Is that what it is, is it? Yes. They ship it out from there. Yeah, because they've that, always shipped it from there. Because that clay, you can only get years. it in three parts in the world. Mm, sure. The clay in Kings, the clay pits that we drive past and have driven That's why past they're still there, presumably. for years and years and years, and always just thought it was just us, oh, just some clay pit. The clay there it only exists in like three places. What in the do world. they use it for? All sorts, toothpaste, nice weird stuff. It's like a very specialist and very high demand product. What um, else do they use it for? I can't remember. Oh, my dad's the man to ask about this. Go get him. I don't think he'll appreciate being tagged in. He listens to the podcast when he's in his car. He'll just be shouting. He'll be shouting it, it at us. Go on, don't. You need we'll to leave you. If you shout loud enough, everyone will hear you. There you go. He told mm. us the answer there. Mm-hmm. <coughs> you have um, to ask him, and we can tell people next week. Yeah, he. Um, yeah, there's a place here, up the road from us here in South Devon. One in North Devon, and one somewhere else in the world. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, very interesting. I know that they. Carried it down to Timmouth and shipped it out from there. I knew that. Yeah, well, see, it goes loaded onto the boats there. Mm. So they have to keep the channel really deep there. Mm. But some pretty big boats coming in and out of Timmouth. Yeah, really big. Really big. Considering the size of the town and the hole in the... I say the hole, the gap in the river, the, the estuary. Yeah. Big boy. Big boats. I've... Um, Timmouth's quite interesting, though. It was very popular in the Victorian times. There's some great photos of before they built the sea defences, where the beach just comes straight up to the grass. To the town. Mm. Yeah, and the grass, and then it's the town. Then you just got those rows of houses. So those houses used to look at the sea. Just used to go straight down to the beach. Yeah, oh, or the yeah. pier, obviously. You know, you know that a place was relatively fancy though if it had a pier. Yeah. So well, the pier's gone downhill. The pier is about to collapse into the sea. I think. Yeah, but it's always. I said this the other day. I think it's always looked like it was oh, going to collapse into oh, the sea. I think it's worse now. I went past there the other day and I was thinking. Yeah, but you know, with all those, like, the supports just look like they're going everywhere at the end. Yeah. It's been like that as long as it I has, can remember. It has, it's true. It still looks risky as. Well, do you remember there used to be a roller coaster on the end of it? <laughs> yeah, it did. Jesus. Well, I think it's still there. It's, no, it's not. It's not there anymore. You can't go you on can't it. You can't go on the bit. No, but I think it's still there. <laughs> you're not allowed. It's, the roller coaster's been taken away and you're not, you're not even allowed, like, no, you're not allowed. on the end of the pier. You can see the structure, though, like, where it's. They've supported and then they've stopped and it's just yeah. like falling away. There's just like 
poles holding the thing up. But the poles are just like a total mishmash. Yeah, it looks horrendous. Don't it looks like a... I think that'll go. I think that'll fall in the sea one day. Are you willing it to fall into the no, sea? No, I'm not willing it to, but I think it will. You're you're willing it in? <laughs> was the pier on... Um, uh, what's that Jamie Oliver show? And he cooks... Oh, yeah. Um, not Brighton. Oh. It'd be quite nice if somebody built that on the end of Tim. No, it wasn't Bournemouth. Oh, no, it was uh, not snow. It was, um, oh, I know, it was up north. Yeah. Up north. Skegness. Skegness. No, it wasn't Skegness, was it? I don't know. I'm literally just naming. I know know the one you mean, though. I remember the show. It wasn't a very good show, really. I don't really like Jamie Oliver. No, it was all right. Jamie and Jimmy. Took away my turkey Twizzlers. Yeah, I bloody love turkey Twizzlers. They were real good, weren't they? I don't care what they're made of. Yeah. They tasted great. They did taste good. You must I still remember, be able to buy those in Iceland. You can't. And I remember we looked at this before on the pod, and Do Bernard we? Matthews has basically ceased production. Nah, some Bernard still Matthews them. took a massive hit in their turkey products because of Jamie Oliver. They also have had bird, had bird flu there once, didn't they? In the turkey yeah. meat. So I'm looking it up. Someone's got to produce turkey Twizzlers, or there's got to be a recipe for them. What's it going to be? Like 6% turkey bone. The humble turkey Twizzler. Oh, they, oh, even the look of them. I remember if you went into lunch second in primary school, if you were the second l- l- bunch you called get in, extra at the end Twizzlers. of the at the end of like, so obviously lunch would finish at half past one. If you were still in the hall at twenty past one, and you sat there, and you know that that thing kids do when they try and get their hand up higher than anyone else's, <laughs> and sit there with their legs tightly clamped together, I would sit there like doing my best, most well-behaved boy impression so that someone would give me six chips and an extra turkey twizzler. <laughs> well, when we were um, in year six, you could be one of the people to tidy up the, the lunchroom, oh. lunch hall. And if oh. you were that person... You'd just have you'd unlimited, get unlimited twizzlers. Whatever was left over. If there were turkey twizzlers left over, they were all yours. Oh, yeah. How did I not get on that program? Yeah, I was there. I did it. Did you used to be a piano monitor as well? Person no, I never did that. Push Miss Gill's piano. No, out. I was talking to um, Jazz about this the other day, though. Do you remember we used to have the candle? The candle. Monitor or whatever. The oh. guy who used to blow out the candle and it take it back. Carry to the ridiculous the, the sized <laughs> candle. <laughs> the big, like, church style candle. They're probably still burning the same one <laughs> that we had in school. <laughs> used to 20 t- years on, the they thing. still got the same. We used to just dip our fingers in the wax and oh. let it harden on your finger. Oh. That was bad. Do you remember that? Wasn't it? I I look back on um on primary school now and I really wish I I think of all the ways I could con the system. <laughs> like I remember you said just going get a meal ticket and there was yeah. nothing stopping you queuing twice. Why didn't I queue twice? Because you weren't supposed to. I know. And why didn't I just go and do it anyway? I don't I never had meals at school, so I never Oh, you're a packed lunch kid. I was packed lunch. Oh, I used to do a mixture. Hmm. I never had meals because we always ate at home, so I never needed a. I ate at home as well. I was a keg. <laughs> I was a big belly boy. I never did it. Christmas. My mum made. Have obviously, lunch. I have different dietary requirements because of my health condition. Yeah. My mum made a damn good attempt at making me morbidly obese. <laughs> and looking back you in hindsight, at, you were bigger at that age. In hindsight, some somebody at some point may have muttered the words to her that fat fights infection. Which is the biggest load of balls ever. 
She lived and died by this phrase <laughs> and therefore interpreted that I should feed my son 8,000 calories a day. And I'd be like, I'd come in and she'd be like, do you want scones? Four scones? Three Mars a whole bars? Whole bag. Honestly, like, I, I used to, like, ring it for all it was worth. When I was in, like, year eight and nine, I'd text her from the school bus, hey, mum, do you fancy making some cakes? And if I got my text in early enough, I could have warm cakes on the rack by the time I came in. From the text. <laughs> You're a horrible child. <laughs> She's I was like, just, oh, no, I've got to make cakes. I was just playing the system. I look back on it now, and all You're I was awful. doing was just rinsing it for calories. Awful. I am fairly awful, yes. I remember you eating a whole Battenberg on a daily basis. It was work. angel when slices. We work, it was we angel cake together. I used to eat. No, it was a bloody Battenberg. <laughs> no, it was a... No, it was, it was, pink, a, it was a pink and yellow one. Pink, it was Battenberg. Pink, white and yellow. Angel. It was an angel cake. And you should just eat the whole thing. And like a whole box of Jaffa cakes. Oh, yeah. Easy. And two cheese toasties at lunch. Crazy person. Just eat so much. Impressive, though. Do you think it was impressive? Yeah. Yeah, more than anyone... Anyone else? <laughs> <laughs> but I actually, I'll, my lunches became a problem at there because it, I would eat for the hour. So when you had an hour's break, I would spend an hour eating, eating. and I couldn't eat any faster. And 20 minutes walking, <laughs> yeah. not burning off the calories. No, no, not even getting near it. God, we had some good walks, didn't we? Uh, it, was a, it was a really good place for walks. Really, Up in really the, good. That weird little office in the Team Valley. Yeah, above, next to the... Garden centre. And we'd walk like past the um the weird train guy. Yeah, the railway place. The railway place. Yeah. Through the woods where Through all the, the Christmas trees had got too big and no one wanted them. Yeah. Because they used to grow their own Christmas trees. And well, they, they still do. Bam- but yeah, but they had like they also grew conifers and weird stuff. Yeah, like, they had full conifers. Yeah, if you wanted and they, bamboo. They, yeah, well yeah, bamboo grows crazy anyway. I know, but they, they it was like they'd almost intentionally tried to grow it to well, it was, harvest it. It was a nursery, wasn't in it? In lines, but Rather never got around to... Rather than a garden centre, it was a nursery, so they, so they, well, grew stuff. I'm sure they obviously had the intention of growing stuff to harvest it, but never got round what, to actually What are they going to do with those conifers? I have no idea. Yeah, they're like 60 foot tall, they're bushy they're, green they're conifers. They're huge. You have to get rid of those with like um, a digger yeah. or an explosion. That's how they have to get the roots out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you have to know you have to cut them off, and if you want to get the root ball out, you have oh, to like use low key explosives to blow the roots off. Oh, hilarious! Yeah, I used to walk through those. The there river. was a um, the man opposite started to dig this tree out of his front garden. What over there? Yeah, and it took him best part of three weeks. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not surprised. The tree had been there for the entire time. The Why did he dig out a tree? Why would you even bother digging out a tree? He moved into the house and he obviously didn't like the tree. Cut it down. He did cut it down. You don't need to dig it out. He wanted the stump gone. Why? Just cut it really low. He dug a hole in his garden. Why? He excavated the garden. Oh, God's sake. And yeah, there was one point where he had a ratchet strap onto the tow bar of his car. That's never going to work. To pull the to pull oh, the it's never going to pull work. the stump in the right direction. We could dig out underneath the stump. He was out there with a chainsaw and all these things. And all I was waiting for was to just hear a scream and an arm has come cut off. And he's, and he's lost a limb. Because he's like doing all what these... What kind of tree was it? It was only like... Was it big? One of those ones which drops all the pink... The pink blossom. Don't know. At one time a year. Don't know. A blossom tree? A cherry an blossom, tree? I think. Cherry tree? Might be a cherry blossom tree. Hmm. It was fairly big. But I mean, it wasn't... 
It wasn't an oak. It was <laughs> by no means. It wasn't like you probably wouldn't be allowed to cut it down if it was an oak. It wasn't. A, it wasn't a two hundred year old oak. <sighs> but why dig it up? Just <sighs> the guy though. He's one of those people who obviously loves a project. Yeah. And he, he gets his teeth into stuff. And whether it was just mm. whether it's renovating a mini in his garage, or the one of the worst things he's done recently is tried to learn to play the guitar. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> He sits in his... Are you going to buy him some headphones he sits I, I don't know what I'm going to buy him. He sits in his garage playing this out-of-tune acoustic guitar. Oh, it's acoustic. It's like his wife sent him to the gar- the garage to do it. He's given oh up on that God. now because he's got a Mini that he's bought and that's going to be his son's inheritance. One of them. He's a crackpot. He's an absolute crackpot. He's one of them. He is one of them. Right. Let me get my music. <laughs> that concludes the personal messages. We continue with music. Right. That was a clunky episode of Start of a Ten. Yeah. Because we've been away for eight weeks. Is that how long it's been? <coughs> Longer. <coughs> I don't remember. Absolutely bloody ages. Right. We started at the news about a Russian woman who was hanging out of a window. And who sadly died. I'm not even sad about it. She had it coming. Well, I suppose. Then we got confused and then went back to the story about a bomb squad, man. We talked about a lot of weird stuff, really. It was a blast. It was a blast. <laughs> I had a coughing fit. Sorry about that, everybody. Um, <clears throat> I might leave it in its full glorified... <laughs> no, don't. <laughs> <laughs> Listen back to it, sound how horrible it is, and then make a decision. <laughs> three minutes of Three <laughs> minutes of gagging and going red. I don't know where it came from, to be honest. Me just quietly sitting here like I've been, right? I've been brewing it all day, and I was holding a holding a pint of Ribena over the top of my laptop <laughs> as well. And I think George was obviously like he's coughing so much he's gonna he's pass gonna, out. He's gonna, he's gonna pass. He's out. gonna spill the Ribena on the laptop. <laughs> he's gonna spill it, and then he's like, I'll, "I'll take the drink. I'll take the drink." <sighs> there was a video the other day of um that probably that is the most accurate summary of my entire life. Right, the, the boys, the boys filmed of me, and it's me looking really happy, then exploding with coughing, and then like that was me in a nutshell. That's my life. Fun, then coughing, and passing out sometimes. Sometimes. Right. Uh, yeah. That I don't think I've got anything else to cover. That was start of a ten. I was start of a ten. I will to a version. Yes. He's Angus. <laughs> He's George. That's the end of the show. Is it a show? Yes, yeah, a show. A broadcast? Yeah, right, broadcast. That's the end of this public broadcast. service broadcast. So then, guys, remember, don't hang all the way out of a train. Only the head. Or a car. Only the head. Or an aeroplane. Um, yeah, and or we'll catch boat. you again next time. Au revoir. Yeah, follow us on Twitter or whatever, and yeah, nice one. Bye. Bye. Whisper. The sounds of silence. Of silence. (laughs) Hello, darkness, my old friend. I've come to talk with you again. Because a vision softly creeping. Left its seeds while I was sleeping
that'll do.